Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome to From Merloe, 
Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio. Well, your host, Merlo. Almost forgot what show I was doing tonight. Oh, my goodness. So much, so much, so much, so much. What's going on, everybody? It is now Thursday night, the last Thursday of February, closing out on our Black History Month. Yeah, so, you know, of course, we have a little small message for you tonight as well. Um, Tonight's topic that we will be discussing is called Life on Layaway. And a lot of people have been asking me, what is life on layaway? And I just keep telling them, just just bring an open mind to the conversation tonight because it's definitely life on layaway. And you will see what I'm going to talk about once we get into it. What's going on, Miss Vanilla Sky? Interesting. What's going on, Miss Vanilla Sky? (laughs) (laughs) I said, not much. How are you? And I'm spinning my glow sticks. You got me on mute. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I took you off mute And then it was Ooh. like you were back on mute Uh-huh Stop playing with the switchboard <laughs> Yeah, okay <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow How was your day? Yeah It was much better than yesterday That's all I can say about that Thank God hmm. Okay All right Well, yes, yes. as long as today was better than yesterday There's progress, okay That's right <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so, have you heard about the latest of North Korea? Uh, seems as though they uh, lit up the skies with four missiles that was reported on today, actually. Oh, no, I have not heard yeah. that. Yeah, so the crazy people are yet at it yet again. I, I just don't get this. We talk about oh. world peace. We talk about world domination. I just... Oh, the crazy people, the crazy people, the crazy people. Too many. Mm-hmm. Too many. Yeah. I'm talking to one right now. Oh. Now, wait a flying second. <laughs> a flying second. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good one. And then, <laughs> and then it seems <laughs> as though uh, Egypt's army is going around telling people that they have the cure for AIDS. And the cure is to suck the blood out, filter the blood, and then put it back into the person, and then give them a piece of meat to eat. Are you serious? Um, that's the watered down version, but pretty much that's what they said. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say on that. Wow. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? I think it's complete hogwash, and I think it's a publicity <laughs> stunt, and that's all I have to say about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. pretty lame, actually. <laughs> Woo. Well, um, so, and then one more thing. So, American Airlines, of course, uh, they had a bereavement fair. So they're going to be ending the bereavement fair. So all of those people that have those, you know, emergencies that happen, don't worry. You know, American Airlines, you'll know be charged. So yeah, just just keep that in mind. American Airlines is charging. Hmm. I would never fly American Airlines. Not oh. in a million years. Have you ever flown no. at all? Oh my gosh! I've flown. I've been to Jamaica, Hawaii. I've been all over the place. Yes, 
I don't mind flying, but I won't fly American Airlines. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, okay. Well, Delta and United, uh, you know, apparently, not Delta, I'm sorry, United Airlines offers a 5% discount on a one-way and round-trip fare in the event of death or serious illness. So hypothetically, if if it was a $1,000 ticket, you're only getting $50 off. So Yeah, what, and it, their mean, planes are horrible. <laughs> That's the other one I won't fly. I won't. I won't fly that one. I I flew uh, United to Hawaii. It was the most painful, ridiculous flight ever. The seats are so close together, and they can recline. I mean, the the way they make the receipt the the receipts. Wow, the seats recline into the person behind you's lap is just ridiculous. And I had some couple that wanted to make out the whole time in front of me, and they were like reclining their seats, and then my sister in my lap, and. We were just too done. <laughs> Horrible. So. Yeah, it goes back really, really far. Hey, now. <laughs> no, I've never been on a plane where the seat goes back that far, Merlot. So, yeah, keep that in mind. If you, you know, want a use of your legs when you're done, don't fly United. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey. What's going on, Absolute? How are you this evening? I'm good. What's going on, family for Merlot ENT? Another sky, oh. Merlot? We hanging in there. We hanging in there. <laughs> At Miss Absolute came over today. She woke me out. She just talked so much. I was just like, girl, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. It was really me. But I tell you what I'm about. <laughs> I'm about to have a real good time in this spaghetti as soon as the show is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me how you like it. Will do. Yeah, so, you like um, it. Did you have an opportunity to hear what we were just discussing prior to us bringing you on? Um, some of you guys were talking about the uh, airlines. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's basically what I thought. Talking about it, so. put people on the spot. I think I'm sleeping tonight. What's going on? I, I think need to you wake are. Up. Wake up. Good <laughs> lord, you need to. I don't know. I'm gonna let you borrow my glow stick, Merlo. You can spin it around, wake yourself up. Okay. <laughs> you know what we're going to do? I think it was the the opening song that we came in on. I mean, Don Richards, she she's a good one, but I think tonight she just kind of pinched me or something, took something out. <laughs> Whatever. Nevertheless, so we're going to take a quick break, very very quick. You know, it's like one minute break. Take a quick break. So please mute your phone, and we'll be right back. <laughs> This is Vanilla Sky with a special announcement. Here at Famerlo Entertainment, we are gearing up for our biggest event yet. This summer, we will be hosting a Battle of the Cities music and poetry event. Are you a writer? Do you rap? Or maybe singing is your thing? We are looking for you. You, 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 you. you, you. Check out fromerlo.com for details and make sure you stay connected with us every Thursday night at 9 p.m. 
for the most up-to-date info. You can also follow us on Twitter at Fumerlo or like us on Facebook at Fumerlo. So if your talent is this or this or maybe it's more like to be or not to be. Make sure you visit our website and sign up today. All right, welcome back, everyone. Yes, Vanilla Sky, she has multiple talents. She's able to work a switchboard, give a quick commercial, and some more stuff. To you, 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 you. Shut up. <laughs> I was like, when I first heard it, I, was, I couldn't do anything but laugh. I was just like, you. Okay. I know, I know, but you know, you get the point. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just dive right on into this topic, um, life on layaway. Now, when you talk about life on layaway, what is the definition of life to you? The definition of life to me is living the way you carry yourself on a day-to-day basis, um, just the way you live in general, you know, that's life to me. Uh, Layaway. Layaway is when you put something away for a certain period of time and with the intent of going to pick it up for the most part, right? Yay, okay. Okay, yes. all right, all right, all right. So what is your definitions of life and your definitions of layaway? Either one can go first. It doesn't matter to me. Go ahead, Absolute. <laughs> okay, my definition of life, life is just, what it is, is life. I mean, how you live, what you eat, what you do, your whole swag. Um, <clears throat> you said layaway. Mm-hmm. Layaway when you just, you know, you you paying something off slowly, or you just you just got something on hold, or something like that. That's layaway. That's what it means to me. Okay. For me, life is everything you do and what you um, put into what you do, the effort you put into it, and what you take from it as well. And also layaway for me in this term would be having something great that you're wanting really, really bad, and you have to work for it a little bit at a time to get it. That's it? That's it. Okay. The more you want. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so when you put the two together and when you say life on layaway, what what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, I need some speaking people up tonight. Come on, people. Like putting putting something off Like putting something off in your life That's what life on layaway means to me Just putting things off and not really being You know, punctual and on point and on time And just on it So you put everything behind you or put it off That's what life on layaway means to me And for me, I would say It's never really being free of um, 
kind of owing a debt. You're always paying somebody or something or, you know, doing something to get what you want. You can't just really go straight for what you want. There's all these little, you know, side roads along the way, and you always have to pay in some way for what you want. You have to give up something. Well, look at it this way. Have you ever came across a person and every time you turn around, it's all about them. It's always, what what could this person give me? But I'm, it's not that they don't want to give back in return, but they're always trying to get something from someone else. Or they're, they're let me see, I'm trying not to be, you know what, I've, I've never attained it. So let me just keep it real. Have you ever had those people that just drop burdens off on you, you know, and then... It's like they never pick those burdens up. They put their burdens on layaway. And then there's always another burden that comes, and they drop that off on you too, and they never pick that one up. So then you have all of these burdens that are sitting on this one individual because people never come back to pick up their stuff. So Mm. what do you expect or how do you feel about that? Do you feel like they're putting their burdens on layaway? Because they're never really picking them up. You know, they, I mean, and like you guys just said, you know, you're just putting it away or you have the intent of coming back to pick it up because you really, really want it that bad. But who really wants a burden? Nobody. True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Well, let's just. Trying to get rid of two of them at the moment. <laughs> so let me ask you something like this then. So what if. I just decided to, to to just drop off my child at your doorstep. Oh, well, first I called you, right? You know how – actually, this is a good one. So, actually, you know how your parents, when you were growing up, and you'd be like, can so-and-so spend the night? And you'd be like – they'll be like, you know, well, no, not really. And you'd be like, why? You know, they're just going to spend the night, you know, and things of that nature. But you never really thought of your parents' burdens at that time. All you thought about – is cousin so-and-so is coming, or, you know, my friend is coming over, we're going to have fun. That's all you thought about. You didn't think about, okay, the parent has to clean up after these people when they're done. You know, they have to make sure that they have food. I mean, you never really know what your parents were going through at that time, per se. So speaking of which, so the, the problem comes in is what happens if, your auntie or your uncle never picked up your cousin. What happens if the parents never came back to pick up their children? They didn't even call and check up on them while they were there. You know, how do you think your parents would have felt? Actually, how would you feel, Vanilla? Um, I would feel taken advantage of, and I would mm-hmm. think twice the next time. <laughs> that's for sure, because that's actually happened to me. <laughs> Come get your brat. Um, yeah, I would definitely think twice the next time, and yeah, like they, I would think they're not carrying their responsibility. That's not my kid. That's your kid. You come get it. Right. <laughs> and how do you feel, Absolute? Um, I definitely. I would feel like Vanilla Scott feel. I mean, I would think twice twice about it the next time. I probably wouldn't think about it at all. It would automatically be a no because, 
No. I would feel like they're putting their burdens off on me as well. That's too much. Okay. So mm-hmm. what if I told you, so, you know, I'm looking to move, right? And, you know, when you're moving, you know, you have small animals and pets and things, you know. They just they don't mean to get in the way, but they do get in the way. So what if I decided to say, listen, ladies, um, you know, okay, Vanilla, I'm going to bring my, my hamster and my geckos over to your place for you to watch them while I move. And mm-hmm. absolutely, I'm going to bring my cats over and drop them off if it's okay with you while I move, and then I'll come back and pick them up or whatever, you know. Okay. So now okay. it only takes maybe a day or two to fully move. If you do it right, you could do it in one day. But a whole week goes by, and you haven't heard anything from Merlot. A whole, whole week. <laughs> what is your first instinct, or what would you think? Well, what the hell? No, I think, I think you lost your damn mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to think. I was thinking everything possible. Like, what is going on? Like, why? What? I'm getting I would a ragged hamster. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. So now, mind you, I gave them a little bit of food. You know, just enough to move for the day or two. You know, but now it's time to eat. So would you go buy food for my small animals and pets, or would you call of me? Of course. I'd do both. You would do both. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make sure they eat. Okay. Yeah, I would make sure they eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell your ass to bring, you know, five, ten dollars whatever I spent with you when you come get them. <laughs> <laughs> So just keep that in mind, y'all. If you drop anything off of Vanilla Sky's place, she says, <laughs> do feed them, but make sure you bring some money when you come pick them up. <laughs> I mean, okay. Too. So, so week two and three have gone by, and you still haven't heard me come by, see them, or anything. Now, I've moved now, and so Absolutely, he's setting us up. He's coming to bring his animals. I, I'm, I'm sure of it. He's setting us up. He's just trying to get an idea and try to make a show out of it. Right. I know what you're doing. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're prepared. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Week two and three goes by, and it's like, okay, really? Do you really expect me to take care of these things? You didn't even know if I was – well, actually, you knew I was allergic to this stuff, but you still left it with me anyway. But, you know, for this extended period of time. Okay, so that's just one synopsis. So what if I told you that for the past five years, I've had one car for each year. And for each of those cars, I did not maintain them for whatever the various reason may have been. And I did not obtain them on my own. I used someone else to get these things. Do you all see where I'm going with this? Well, yeah. It's almost like you're living life on a day-to-day basis with the intent of just making yourself look good, but you really are in a position to do so. So to make a long story short, so Merlo has dropped off his pets at everybody's (laughs) house, 
told them that he was going to pick them up, so he just laid the pets away for the most part. I'm going to lay them away with not even coming to check up on it, ain't giving you nothing. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to put them on layaway, you know, things of that nature. Not even going to check the receipt to see what day I'm supposed to go and get the layaway, but, you know, I knew that the day that we actually established this arrangement. The part two of this whole thing is, we have people out here that are just living above their means. They're, they're going into debt. They're buying these lavish cars. They're buying everything and can't even keep a roof over their heads, you know. We have people that are just buying sh- expensive shoes, expensive trinkets, and they won't even eat because they can't afford to eat. You know, so to me that's like living life on layaway. So I just wanted to just – open up the topic just a little bit to just give you a little something to migrate upon. So has anybody ever experienced these type of things, you know, people doing strange things for strange change and just living lavishly with, you know, not even a pot to pee in, put it that way, and things mm-hmm. of that nature? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got two mm-hmm. of them right now on my phone bill. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And you know all about that. So, yep, layaway. We're going to lay away the phones. That's right. I'm about to put that layaway down, and you're not getting a refund. How about that? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So have you experienced any of this traumatic experience before in your life? Yes. As a matter of fact, a, few, a couple of years ago, my dog and another um, lady's dog had puppies, and her and her apparently her and her man had broken up for some crazy reason, and she asked me and my friend if we could hold the puppies. It was six puppies, and the mother dog and my dog. So altogether, I had like nine dogs. Well, no, like eight dogs. I had to look after. It was just terrible because they moved. Like you said, it was like the whole scenario that she was. She was. Uh, breaking down just now. They moved. We didn't hear from them. We just had puppies roaming around, just tearing my house up. It was just a disaster. So, yes. And it oh, was a bad <laughs> Eight <laughs> dogs. Yeah, Eight I'd have dogs. to kill somebody. Eight dogs for like a month or two. We had those uh. dogs. Well, actually, now that you mentioned the pets, actually, that has happened to me before. Um, well, actually, quite a few times, but this last <laughs> time was the last time. <laughs> the, the the very first time that I can remember is I had a, a, a beloved family member that um, asked me to babysit the dog, you know, or whatever the case may be, because where they were, they couldn't have pets. You know, and they said, could you just take care of this dog while, you know, I get my stuff together because my lease is going to be up at the end of the month anyway, and whatever the case may have been. So I said, sure. So I go and pick up this strange dog, first time meeting the dog, pit bull, matter of fact, you know, very beautiful dog. But, you know, it's like how you, you know, it's just you just go pick it up and then you expect it to ride in the car with you. <laughs> and the dog looking at you, you looking at him like, I don't know what I'm about to do with you, you know. He's like, I, you ain't my master sitting in the car chilling. Get the dog home. Come, You know, the the rest of the month has went by. And then month two comes along and you're like, hey, 
are you ever coming to take up this dog? You know, I, I mean, I've been feeding your dog now. I have dogs too, but you know, so it wasn't that it was a burden for me to feed another mouth, but at the same token, it was kind of like a burden because what if this dog gets sick? You know, these are your pets, mm-hmm. you know, they're like your children. You got to take care of it and you don't want any harm to come to it, you know? So it's just like, so it just became to be so much. So, you know, I ended up calling the pound, you know, I was just like, okay, apparently you don't oh, care. Man. So why am I going to care? So I'm going to just call the pound and pick it up, you know? And that's when I was, you know, I was younger and I didn't really understand when people call the dog catcher, you know, what really, really happens, you know, if no one comes to pick it up or if no one adopts it within a certain amount of time, they put them to sleep. And I don't think that that's fair. You know, you shouldn't be putting your pets on their way. You know, if it's when you, when you adopt the, pet it is a lifetime commitment now if you really yeah. get entitled you know huh oh you just lipping okay so if you ever <laughs> get in a bind i mean that's understandable but you 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 adopt it when it's a puppy or a kitten and then you just start actually you know that happened recently and i'm going to put it out there too so vanilla sky decided to do a nice friendly gesture you know the the owners of the 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 the, the cats had passed away and someone else said that they wanted cats so miss vanilla sky went out of her way to pick up these cats to drop it off to an individual where it seems as though that the individual didn't give the cats too much time. First of all, they are new to this environment. And if you ever had a dog or a cat, well, dogs are a little bit more easier to deal with in new environments. But cats, they hide under beds, they hiss, and do all kinds of stuff. They fight, like, for the first week because they don't understand and they're just trying to get a feel for what goes on. And then you sometimes you have those rebellious ones where they just poop all over the place and, you know, they just do strange things and they're not doing it. They're trying to mark territory. You know, it's just trying to – they just catty that way. But anyway, so I tell you, it didn't even – it was not even a good week before those cats were, you know, called to the pound to, you know, come pick them up. And it was just so sad, you know, you didn't even give them an opportunity, you know, and it was just like you wanted to adopt them. But to make a long story short, needless to say, those cats probably were put to sleep as well. You know, I, Thank I you, Merlo, for that. How the story <laughs> went, but. <laughs> uh, I don't want to think about that. It bothers me. Thank you so much for sharing that tonight. <laughs> well, I just want, you know, oh, it, it happens to all of us. It happens. Yeah. 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 But, but to be honest, not, the cats. Well, the, the cats were really attached to the owner, and they really did not, when the owner passed away, they would not come out of the closet. They were really upset. So when we finally chased them out and cornered them and got them and everything, you know, as much as I don't like that they put animals to sleep, if that happened, I mean, I don't know how well they would have adapted to somebody anyway because they were pretty scared and upset. It was a lot of changes. So, I mean, I guess it's not the worst fate, but... Sad. Very sad. Very mad about that. I'm actually pretty bitter. <laughs> no. Poor kitty yeah. cat. I know. <laughs> now, how do you feel about the people that are living on Section 8? You said what now? How do you feel about the people living on Section 8? 
How do I feel about it? Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, <clears throat> more power to them if, you know, they need the assistance. I'm not mad at them at all. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to need the assistance, but the difference is if you don't need the assistance, then the people, then the people, you know, it's just crazy. It's just like they don't need the assistance, but they're going to keep living their lives off of someone else, you know. How it's just how how, how do people pay this section? I mean, is it like the monthly rent is nine hundred? What did they pay like twenty five dollars or something? What, what how, does anybody know? No. No. Hello. Hello. Are we sleeping? No. That's not. Ask the question. <laughs> oh, I'm my sorry. Let, let, let me ask one of our callers. Let, let's see what's going on. Let's see. I'm just going to randomly pick somebody right on down this boy. list here. Oh, boy. Here <laughs> Y'all better hang up while you can. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello? <laughs> How are you? Hi, I'm chilling. What's up? You're chilling. How do you feel about yep. people living life on layaway? Do you know who you're talking to? It doesn't matter. It's Mickey. <laughs> hmm? It's That's Hello? Mr. Chaos, everybody. He he wants to yeah. play games tonight because he's living on layaway. Fucker. Hold on. Yeah, hello. What's up? <laughs> What's up, man? Mr. Chaos. Mr. Chaos. How do you feel about people living their life on layaway? That, one, that wasn't a question you just unmuted me for. I thought you were talking about Section 8 real quick. Well, it's all together. Okay, that's the real question. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was busy because you know I'm driving at work. But uh, what, what was the topic? Living your life on layaway. Uh, on layaway. Now, how? What did you say? So I can, you know, I need to hear what you're talking about. So I can answer okay, the question. Pretty much, we were just talking about people living their lives at the expense of others, for the most part. They're dropping off items. They're borrowing things from people with no return or with no intent of picking them up or any intent of paying any bills at all. Put it that way. Oh, okay. a whole other way to look at it. Mm. Don't pay a bill at all. Hmm. I wish. But me, <laughs> five, section eight, I, I see – I don't see anything wrong with it as long as you're using it when you need it. But it's, you shouldn't be on Section 8 for 15 years. I mean, I don't understand the reasoning behind that one right there. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't get it good, if you can't get it done in 15 years, I'm wrong right there, personally. And second of all, I believe if you're in the, like, 10000 to $20,000 bracket and you need help, like, single mothers and, and, and stuff like that, 
I believe they should get that assistance right there. You know what I'm saying? If you going out here working hard every day, but you falling short, I, I believe you should get that assistance. Personally. Right. Hello. I Am I on air by myself? Huh? That's how I feel with these ladies because they act like they scared to talk, like they live in there. No, I hear that. People call me a black Republican because I believe in private schools. I believe in in no food stamps. I believe in I believe in a lot of stuff like that. I don't believe single men that's walking around in D.C. should be getting two hundred dollars worth of food stamps. Personally, I I I, I beg to differ. I believe in food stamps. I believe in assistance. I believe in all of that stuff if you need it. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> if you sitting at home and you're not getting anything. I mean, mm-hmm. what? It's too much money in this country to go around for people not to be getting any type of assistance. That's now, if you, if, but, if you, but, if you, if you, if you just milking the system, I don't feel like that's right. But if you honestly and you okay. truly need some assistance, whether it's been 10, 15, 20 years, you need some help. Some people don't know how to get up and get anything. Some people have records and that hinders them. So, okay, I feel so. Like you know, it's, it's it's cool. I believe in all that stuff. I, be, I believe in my brother that's out there because I was outside one time, but I made the decision to stop, too. So you telling me if I work every day and make a conscious decision to get up and go to work every day, and you make a conscious, conscious decision to go do what you do or sit your ass in the house, that you should be, you should get the same thing that I deserve? You don't and get I'm paying, the same thing. And, hold on, and I'm paying the taxes, though. But two hundred dollars of food stamps don't equate to you making forty and fifty grand a year. That's two hundred dollars of food stamps a month. People get paid. People. No, I'm not saying that it's okay for you to sit down, for you to sit at home and okay. not do anything every day with no effort. No. If you trying mm-hmm. and you still can't get no nowhere in life, yes, you need assistance. You need some type of something. Now, if not, you, see, you know me, how much the crime rate okay. won't go up. They better get these people some assistance. Huh. Now let me let me let me explain this real quick. The government is here for you. You pay taxes for these programs that you might need in the future. Right. Right. If you don't pay taxes and if you don't if you don't contribute, why the hell should you get those programs? What you want to do with the people that don't contribute though? You going to just leave them high and dry, I mean Okay, I mean, I'm not I'm, saying. I'm, saying see, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking the question. What do you, I mean? I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I I just feel like <clears throat> if you need the assistance and you need the help, then yes. But if you milk in the system, you should be ashamed of yourself. And those type of people make it bad for the other people that really need help. You True. know what I mean? Taxpayers, taxpayers are people that need help. I've been on both sides of the fence. True. When I was getting food stamps, I loved to get food stamps. I'm not going to lie. I was loving it. Every time food stamps they came around, but I was also <laughs> trying. But when I was paying my taxes, <laughs> that felt good, too. So, you know, I can't knock the hustle shit. If, they, if the system's dumb enough to let these people keep getting over on them, then shit. Hold on, Merlo. I'm not, I'm not, and I intrude, Merlo. I'm good. I'm here. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Now, do you believe you should get tested for illegal drugs in order to get these programs? 
No. Why no. Not? Legalize marijuana. Legalize so it. It comes me- from the earth. Okay. I ain't I talking about marijuana. Talking. I'm just talking about oh. drugs in general. So oh, you telling me if, you, if 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 you getting if you getting assistance from the government and the government choose to test you and you come up dirty that you still should get that assistance from the government. That's what you tell them. You might have well, a problem. I'm just saying. You know, we all have our issues and things. Yes. Nah. Get them some help. Okay. Have implement a program where you can get these addicts some help because obviously they need some. True that. <laughs> well, and then they gotta want that. the help. Um, That's the other problem. Boy, it depends well, on the level of the, the content that's within their blood. That's how I feel about that. I mean, if it's just like some minute stuff, I mean, it is what it is, mm-hmm. and it just could be something maybe they're stressed out, something like that, and, you know, get them some help, you know. Now, if the, the content level or it's just a high level of whatever it may be that comes up, mm-hmm. Then you may have another underlying issue. So if we give these people this help or this assistance, what are they going to do with it? You know, are they just that's what I'm saying? The system and they making their own money to continue to support their recreational activities. You know, I think all of that needs to take account. I don't think that it should just be ruled out that they don't get any assistance at all. I mean, because it's happening. It's happening in other states already. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like that's a form of discrimination as well. Like they use so, so many different things so to discriminate so against discrim- people and exclude them. So you them. discriminate? You discriminating against people that use drugs that aid for assistance? That's, that's not discrimination. discrimination. If you could, if you could, if you could deny me, if you're denying me assistance because I have a drug problem, that is discriminating because if, it's if like you you're, want you're help, thinking let me out from the if you people want that help, don't get straight. Use drugs. No, you if can't. If you want help, get straight. If I'm a dope fiend and I'm dependent on some dope, and I have really, uh, really have a problem, I want to stop, and I really got a problem, and I'm just a dope fiend. You can't exclude me, you know, just because I have a problem. That's discrimination. You're saying, okay, you're a drug addict. We ain't gonna help you. That's not but, fair. But you know, but the problem is that we in America don't ever draw the line anywhere. And that's why there's the problems that there is. Everyone's like, oh, freedom, this, free that, and, you know, touchy subject. But let everybody come over here and not be citizens and get assistance. Let everybody just get everything because they're alive and they're breathing. Now. But that's an issue for me personally. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't feel that that's okay. I think people that, you know, deserve it. Like you said, people that milk the system, no. I know people that lie just to get what they get and, you know, it's it's a touchy situation. It really is because now, people do need it. But go ahead. I'm gonna agree with you on that. Now, you know, I ain't, I'm not racist or, or crazy. I'm not racist or anything, right? But as far as Americans, I feel like you know, people from other countries coming here. You know, when you're saying that you're you you have like a, a a a what am I trying to say? Something that you can use to say whether you get assistance or not, I think that right there is a big issue. People coming from other countries coming here, getting lines of credit, getting um, uh, uh, assistance, mm-hmm. when Americans don't even get that. When we're born here, we can't get just jump out there and get a, 
a, a, a line of credit. You know what I'm saying? You got to build mm-hmm. your credit up for you to get a line of credit. You know, I but think see, all of that problem, stuff is, I don't think that that's right. But uh, if you're born here, you're an American, I feel like you should be able to get help and assistance. You should, oh, but the, the keeper that causes the problem, though, is that the fact that everyone in America, the land of the free and everything, we should just be able to run around and act buck wild and do whatever we want and still get help. I mean, that's that's what it looks like. And so since nobody because, draw, I was just using that as an example, nobody's drawing no, lines. no one draws the, uh, a line in the sand saying this is what we do. Everybody want to be friendly in the media and want to do this and do that, and no one takes a stand and stick with it. That's that's basically. Yeah, it's like we got to find some place to draw a line, and nobody's doing it because you don't want to offend these group of people. You don't want to offend that group of people. You don't want to discriminate that. And I get it, but at some point someone's going to have to draw a line to fix the country, or it's just going to go the way it's going. It's never going to be fixed because there's no lines drawn. So what do you feel about people using an address to obtain these benefits and then they're actually living somewhere else and they are actually working full-time jobs, two full-time jobs, and like you just said, they're receiving public assistance, working two full-time jobs or or going to school with a full-time job and using a totally different address and month over month just obtaining these benefits. But yet – these same people are buying phone posits, you know, mm-hmm. cell phones, tablets, Horrible. getting their hair done, getting their nails done, things of that nature. You're, you're living your life on layaway or you're living a lie, per se. If you can't afford it, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put it on layaway, hopefully you are going to go get it, and that's a whole different thing. And actually you can even say, we can go as far to say, this whole country is based on living life on layaway. I mean, what do you think credit is? You're putting it on layaway. Okay, I got $5,000 credit limit. Okay, I'm going to pay you back whenever I'm going to pay you back or I'm going to pay this much a month. It's on layaway. So, in essence, we have, the whole country is living on layaway. Go ahead. I was going to say we have a new caller on the line who might have something to say. Okay. Oh, hey guys, how are you today? No, I'm brisk. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. But I'm getting, you know, <laughs> straight to topic. Basically, um, you're saying that you can't give an addict, you know, benefits. That's kind of funny because an addict is like, you know, you have an addiction. Okay, I can have an addiction with buying Christian Louis Vuitton shoes, or I can have an addiction with buying cars, or an addiction with casino—you know—going to the casino gambling. Should I get benefits? Oh. Right. That's totally different. It's not. Totally no, different. it's not. It's it, not. It, 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 it is totally different. So you telling me it's a woman that's on drugs with three kids that's receiving benefits, the money should go straight to her, or should it go to a social worker that come every day that? They use the money wisely for the uh, for the children. Which one would you pick? What is that? What are you saying again? I got to repeat the whole thing I just said. <laughs> yeah, because you're you saying the social worker. No, now you're talking about a social worker. I didn't get you talking about a social worker. What I'm saying is, 
an addiction is an addiction. You can you can mm-hmm. have an addiction of I need to go get some glasses. I gotta get these glasses. Or I gotta go get these shoes. Or you know I gotta yeah, go get this leather coat totally because different. this person got it. It's not totally different because the same addiction is oh I gotta go get this weed or I gotta go get this coke or I gotta go get this you know this mm-hmm. beer or I gotta go get this. It's the same thing. It is because you could the same way those addicts that get weed, coke, and crack will sell their food stamps. It'll be the same way if you got a shopping problem and you're a shopping addict. Yeah. You're going to go sell a food stamp for that money. You're so you gambling. Go the Come on now. It's the same so thing. Same thing. So you think, you so hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, but do you see that what you're saying? What the two of you are saying? It's like, I get it. It's it's the same as far as it's an addiction. Addictions are addictions. However, right. it's not the same because drugs are totally different than wanting to buy shoes all the time. And so that's where I'm saying people don't draw the line. They're like, well, let's excuse this because it's this, and then we can excuse it because it's that. You know, it's like if we keep doing that, we're never going to stop excusing issues and problems exactly. and things. Exactly. And I feel where you're coming from <laughs> with that as far as drawing a line, but there's certain things they need to figure out a guideline where they're not discriminating against certain things like certain, I mean, being, a, I'm not going to say being an addict is like being a human because everybody, it's everybody right, right. is addicted to something, you know, right. whether it's watching TV or whether it's doing this or doing that, you know, drinking but, wine, I mean, drinking I get, where, I get where you guys are coming from, but I can't honestly say that they should have drug tests for people that want to, that need food stamps or need, yeah. Stuff like that. I, I, I mean, I really do because working, working with the schools and working in the schools, I've seen a lot, yeah. and I've seen a lot on all that paperwork, and I really think it should happen, personally, uh-huh. because I, because I've seen well, a lot of messed case, up homes, and I've seen a you, lot. If you're gonna, okay, if if you're gonna test those people, you need to test the people that are in the schools because the teachers they 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 smoke coke, coke, they 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 True. smoke weed. I mean, I mean they they, I, they, they do all But that. I'm saying. I, no, I'm agreeing. Do it too. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the governor, I mean, the people in federal do. Everybody does something. Everybody mm-hmm. does something. It could be a sex they addiction. Do. Everybody yep. does something. Hey, I'm with you, Chris. But I will say this. I will say this. That if they, if if the world ever gets their, you know, the states ever get their lives together and they start drawing lines. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that are pissed off. They're not going to like it. They're not, yes. you know, when they oh, started well, that whole thing where they exactly, it. oh well, because deal with it. Stay, you can stay here and deal with it, or you can get yep. out. Yeah. But okay. there was an issue but, but, at one point where they would pull people over, and if you know, and I forget what it was. I don't know if they still do it. It was in mm-hmm. Prince William County. It was like a big deal. And then they would run and run the record to see if they were legal citizens or not. And they were saying that was, you know, a certain it was a problem and it's discrimination and this and that. And oh, I well, get you're it, not from here. Bye bye. I don't <laughs> believe that. See, but how you want How can you have rights if you're not even a citizen of America? I mean, you have human exactly. rights, yes. Yeah. But how are you? How, our laws don't don't make it that they have rights when you come over here legal. And not everybody that comes over here illegal starts trouble. But if you're, you know, you start in trouble, or if you're mm-hmm. legal, if you're looking suspicious, how you, how, how do you have any right to say that you shouldn't? We, they shouldn't run your your record to see if you belong right. here. You don't belong mm-hmm. here. You're illegal. Yeah. You know. But see, but they there's people that got affected about it. 
they I think they did away with that, if I'm not mistaken. No, nah, they did. No, nah. they didn't. Okay. Nah, nah. <laughs> not in Virginia. Nah, not in Virginia. Virginia ain't playing it. <laughs> I think they should but have I, it everywhere. I, I mean, to be honest with you, because, you know, I I, I feel strongly about that. If, if they don't belong here, then, you know, there's so many people here that need help with benefits. Get them yep. out of here because we need jobs so we won't have to depend on these benefits. We pay exactly. taxpayer money so, you know, the people that do belong here can get the benefits. But if you There's got so many a, people out here with ideas exactly. from America that you can gain these, you know, resources for and from that we can start our own businesses that we don't need to keep going from country to state to city to whoever to, you know, get shit from. Come on, we got to band together. But that ain't going to happen. Why? Because everybody's doing their own shit. Everybody's for themselves. Everybody's living on land. Because yeah. why? It's for me, 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 me. What's going to happen when me dies? Nothing. What do you have when, you know, after the fact when me dies? Nothing. Everything is going to be on layaway, bitch. Excuse me. And on that note, and on that note, we have come to the end of a show. Um, so if anyone has a quick shout-out, go ahead and give you a shout-out quickly. We have to move forward. All right. So I guess the new caller first. Go ahead. All right. Shout-out to everybody. Good show. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Hey, y'all. I'm out, B-City Radio, Team B-City, the Power Circle. I'll let your boy. <laughs> Vanilla Sky. No, 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 absolute, my bad. <laughs> um, Big shout to everybody. Good radio show. Everybody that listen, I'm out of here. Huh? Vanilla Sky. Shout out to everybody that called in and participated. Good conversation. And shout out to you, Merlo. Good night. All right. want to give a quick shout-out to our number one Uno, actually, Vanilla Sky's number one Uno. We know who that is. All right. Don't have anything free for you tonight. Sorry. No gift cards, no food, nothing, but thank you. I uh, want to give a quick shout-out to Mother Leonard out there. What's up, sweet lady? I uh, want to give a quick shout-out to all of our listeners, followers, and all the other good stuff. You know where to follow us on the Twitters. Yes, the Twitters, the Facebooks, and all of those social networking things. Um, want to just play the last track tonight. Um to just commemorate the events that has happened in, you know, in black history. Uh, with this last song, it actually is a, a black gentleman who's actually in a predominantly mixed church. Uh, very, very, very well known. Um, but at any rate, um, this is his rendition of Amazing Grace. Here we go. And whatever, uh, remember everyone. <laughs> Do more than dream or dream, live it. But before we do that, I I have to play our ad, and I don't know where Vanilla Scott put it. She just keeps mixing stuff up all over the place. She don't never put stuff where I need to find it. Well, okay, I found it. All right, so until next week, everybody, have a good night. Hey, everyone. This is Vanilla Sky with Formerlo Entertainment. Thanks for listening. Stay connected by going to Formerlo.com, follow us on Twitter at Formerlo, and like us on Facebook. Tune in every Thursday night at 9 p.m. and also every first Sunday night at 8 p.m. for a poetry night. On the go? You can also find us on iTunes in the podcast section for free. Thank you for your continued support here at For Merlo, and in the words of Merlo himself, 
Do more than dream a dream. Live it. This has been an awesome night, isn't it, everyone? How many of you like Negro spirituals? An old black lady down south showed me something about the Negro spirituals, and I want to share it with you. Uh, you know, the black folks down south had more sense by accident than some of us have on purpose. You know what I mean? You didn't hear what I said. I heard an old black lady say, Son, if the mountain was smooth, you couldn't climb it. Uh-huh. Think about that for a minute. But did you know, she said to me, did you know all, just about all Negro spirituals were written on the black notes of the piano? <laughs> this is absolutely true. You can go home tonight and play almost any Negro spiritual, just play the black notes on the piano. You look skeptical. Now, you can't see it out there, but I want you to watch. Watch. There are five black notes on the piano. And those same five black notes just keep recurring. You can go home tonight and play almost any Negro spiritual. Just play the black notes. Watch. You know that? Every time I feel the spirit. Just black notes. Watch it. That's because the slaves didn't come to America with do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. That's somebody else's scale, okay? All they had in their musical scale were those five black notes. We know it in music as the pentatonic scale. And they built the power and pathos of the Negro spiritual on five notes. When you study music, you also come across what are known as white spirituals. Did you know that? And they are white composers who work with those that scale, in early America, they used to call this the slave scale. And I'm going to play for you what some musicologists think is the most famous white spiritual built on the slave scale or just a black note. Anybody tonight know who wrote that song? I heard it, a man by the name of John Newton. But do you know what John Newton did before he became a Christian? He was the captain of a slave ship. And many believe heard this melody that sounds very much like a West African sorrow chant and wrote the words Amazing Grace and set his words to a slave. I looked up that song. 
I believe God wanted that song written just the way it was written, just so that we would be reminded that as Christians, whether black or white, free or bond, in his eyes, we're all connected. We are connected. And we are connected by God's amazing grace. We are connected by God's amazing grace. Woo! I looked up that song in the Library of Congress. I looked up, I went to the Library of Congress, I looked up that song. And wherever you see it authentically printed, you know what it says? Words, John Newton, melody unknown. Tell the Lord, when I get to heaven, I want to meet Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, but boy, I want to meet that slave called unknown. And I, and I, I, I recorded that song the way I hear it when I sing it. I still hear the sounds of the slave ships in the water. I want to sing it for you the way John Newton probably first heard it coming up out of the belly of the ship. Oh. Uh -huh. 